This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 1st of September. Ooh, Justin, the chief of Australia's largest retail body, mm-hmm. that's the Australian Retailers Association, reckons that we should allow 13-year-olds to get into the <laughs> workforce. I guess you could say it's two birds, one stone. Mm-hmm. Help prepare teenagers for the workforce and solve our job shortages. This one's got legs. Hey, man, think your energy costs are bad? Well, Telstra reckons its energy costs will jump by $50 million in the 2023 financial year thanks to the increased cost of energy. That really hurts. Three energetic stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. Webjet is popping bottles after its travel bookings reached 95% of pre-pandemic levels. Good on them, I reckon. It's been a tough run for the tourism industry. Mm. So what happened here? Webjet Limited is the ASX-listed travel business that was founded back in 1998. It's got a consumer division called Webjet, which is effectively an online travel agency. It also has a wholesale division named Webbeds, which sells hotel rooms to travel agents, Mm -hmm. tour operators, airlines. Now, Brett, we know it was a tough couple of years for companies like Webjet, but they've come back harder than Robert Downey Jr. in Hollywood. <laughs> yep, and now Webjet has turned cash positive for the first mm. time since before the pandemic. Its share price jumped up to 10% yesterday. It's interesting, Justin, because despite the carnage in the aviation industry, Webjet has managed to double its market share. And it's now set for positive cash flow of over $100 million in just the first half of FY23. Is that right? Well, I'm wondering what's the key learning here? The travel industry experienced a survival of the fittest like no other industry during COVID. Get this one from the stat man. 98% of travel agents said that their revenue had dropped by 75% once COVID restrictions began. And sadly, many of the 2,600 travel agencies around Australia were forced to shut down. But Justin, for travel agents like Webjet that were able to survive, this actually became a pretty enormous opportunity. Mm -hmm. Webjet CEO said that while they were hibernating over the last couple of years, they were able to become more efficient, more profitable and gain market share. And now it seems to be paying off. For our second story, superannuation products from four different super funds are going to be forced to close to new members after they failed a key performance test for a second straight year. Ooh, there's no hiding anymore, Mm-mm. Justin. Spooky. What is happening here? Okay, so we know that superannuation is worth $3.4 trillion in Australia. Now, to put that into perspective, if all Aussies pulled together this money, mm-hmm. we could buy Hello McDonald's, Hello Nike, and Amazon all together <laughs> go Ah, oh, Big Macs and Air Jordans for free. <laughs> that is the life. All right, Justin, back to the story. APRA, that's the Australian Prudential Regulation Authority. Mm-hmm. They just released the results of their annual testing of 69 My Super products. And these 69 products cover 13.7 million Australian superannuation accounts. And four of these companies have failed APRA's test two years in a row. Wow, now that means they can't take on any new members until they get their affairs in order. And Brett, hate to point fingers, but these products are from some big names like BT Super, which is owned by Westpac, and Australian Catholic Super 2. Fascinating. So what is the key learning here? APRA's performance test was introduced last year to ensure that Aussies were getting better returns on their super funds. You see, Jazzy Boy, for many Aussies, we put our money into a super fund mm-hmm. and forget about it for a very long, long, long time. But here's the thing. If you earn 1% higher return over a 30-year period, you could be 20% better off at retirement. So APRA is now policing super funds to make sure they either shape up 
or ship out. Yeah. Brett, if a fund fails one year, it needs to send a letter to members saying your superannuation product has performed poorly under an annual performance test. That's more humiliating than forgetting your only line in a school <laughs> musical, I would know. And if it fails the test two years in a row, it needs to close to new members like BT Super and Australian Catholic Super. Mm-hmm. For our third and final story, PointsBet, the Australian betting company, which has Shaquille O'Neal as its ambassador, has announced a loss of 267 million bucks wow. for the last 12 months. Jeez, I knew Shaq was expenny, but surely it can't all be going <laughs> to the Shaq attack. Tell me more. Okay, so PointsBet is an Aussie betting company that was launched back in Feb 2017. While it originally made a play for the Aussie betting mm-hmm. market, which is one of the most mature in the world, it ducked over to the US pretty shortly after that. And ducked over it did, Brett. It launched in New Jersey in 2019, and now it's the seventh biggest sports betting operator in mm. North America. Bad at all, but I must say, Jazzy Boy, it has cost them a pretty penny. It made a loss of over $267 million in the last financial year, which is double the loss from the year before. But PointsBet is adamant that all this spending needs to be done in order to win in a new market. So what is the key learning here? Legalizing a previously deregulated industry is like drawing moths to a flame. <laughs> I like the analogy, Justin, but um, tell me, where is this going? Okay, putting this in context for you, Brett. Goldman Sachs reckons the size of the US sports betting market is going to rise to $57 billion by 2033. So betting companies around the world, they're thinking, even if I own a small percentage of this gigantic market, it'll be super lucrative. But Brett, it's going to cost them between the license costs, the setup costs, and of course, the major marketing costs. Ahem, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. So now, Sportsbet is hoping it can withstand the pressure from, you know, 40 plus other betting companies mm-hmm. in the US to come out on top over time, of course. Yeah. Flux fam, if you don't mind the old hour spent scrolling through TikTok, care to join us on there? <laughs> Flux.finance on TikTok, that's where you'll find bite-sized business news snippets, money hacks in the video form, and much, much more. And yes, our blue tick is also included. That's a relief. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.